0: Hello, welcome to On The Spot with Juliana. In this episode, we are finally continuing with our I Lead series. In the past two episodes on this series, we managed to unpack different perceptions towards leadership as a way of helping to unlock the leader within We looked at how leadership is about having influence, how it's about having a character that can draw people to doing a certain action. We also covered content on qualities of a leader, leadership styles, and we looked at the difference between power and authority in leadership. One thing to note is that power is the ability or potential of an individual to influence others and to control their actions, whereas authority is the legal and formal right to give orders and to make decisions. This is something that we looked at in relation to leadership. We also concluded that just like John Adams, if your actions inspire others to do more, learn more, dream more, and become more than you are, a leader. So remember, when in power, choose to empower. If you haven't listened to the two previous episodes on the iLead series, I'd advise you to do so before continuing with this episode three on leading from within. In this episode, we'll look at personal mastery and emotional intelligence. I have always wondered how great leaders managed to be great. I mean, let's look at Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi, Abraham Lincoln, Rosa Parks, Oprah Winfrey, Malala, and many more. These are leaders who made great impact in the society. They were history makers. One unique thing I noticed about them is that before they begin to lead and influence others confidently and effectively, they first influenced themselves. Indeed, before you lead outwards, you need to look inwards. You need to first understand and manage yourself first before you take on the task of leading others. This is exactly what great leaders have done and will continue to do because leadership starts from the inside out. You lead from within. This is where the process of personal mastery begins. As a leader, you need to be able to know yourself. You need to understand exactly how you think, why you do things the way you do, You need to have that clarity around your purpose and direction in life. You need to make sure your vision, your values and perspectives towards life are clearly outlined. And you need to know the steps that you're going to take to ensure that you fulfill your ultimate vision. Once you understand all these factors, you'll be able to live a more satisfying, successful, happier and fulfilling life you will indeed enjoy your life as a leader. Andrew Bryant defines personal mastery as the process of living and working purposefully towards a vision in alignment with one's values and in a state of constant learning about oneself and the reality in which one exists. So you will understand that environments are always going to change So as a leader, you need to be able to adapt to change and you need not let your emotions control or take charge of whatever action you're supposed to perform because of a change in environment. So you need to be resilient. And this is something that you can only be able to do if you know yourself, if you know your strengths, your weaknesses, the exact thing that you want to do in life and how you want to do it. That's why personal mastery is extremely important for every leader. My journey towards personal mastery has not been an easy one. I've always said to myself, I'm resilient, I'm strong, I'm positive, I'm a lot of good things. But when certain moments come, moments where there's a shift, in objectives, shift in environments, and that particular environment does not support my vision or goal, you'll find me breaking down. And then I'll tend to ask myself, is this what a leader does? Am I actually a leader? But one thing that I've noticed is that despite all these setbacks that come, these limitations, I still have that one strength which always keeps me going. And that one thing is what I hold on to when I'm weak or when I'm about to give up on my leadership path. And that one thing is speaking. Public speaking is my greatest strength. It's the one thing that I know I can confidently do and no one can really tell me otherwise. So I've convinced myself and I've understood that I am a speaker Hence, my objective as a leader is to ensure that I communicate effectively with people. And that is the strength, the power, the ability to influence that I have. It comes through speaking. I only got to realize that when I made that deliberate intention to understand myself and to know who I really am. And I've realized that, well, yes, I am a leader. But I'm also a leader who can speak. So who are you? What strengths do you have? What's your purpose in life? Once you have that clearly outlined, trust me, you'll be the best leader. You'll be able to influence others even better because you can now influence yourself and you know exactly who you are. Personal mastery will give you a sense of direction. It will help clarify what matters to you, and this will help you in planning your life as a leader. If you haven't started your journey towards personal mastery, I would advise you to do so immediately because you need it. One of the ways you can do so is to start by building a strong morning routine. So early in the morning, you get some time to self-reflect you meditate, you write a gratitude note. You appreciate yourself, write your strengths, write something you're proud of about yourself and that will help you identify some of the things that you can really do. As for the weaknesses, you constantly have those ideas or those memories of times when you didn't really perform your best. So once you reflect and look at those moments, you Realize that some of these things are not actually your greatest strengths. Hence, you need to focus more on what you can do and try to discover more of your strengths and your abilities as an individual. And once you do that, you would have mastered yourself. Personal mastery is extremely important. Personal mastery and emotional intelligence have a direct link. Emotional intelligence impacts our patterns of thinking, feeling, and behavior when we're around certain people or when we're in certain situations. Emotional intelligence. Emotions. This clearly brings to light the fact that our emotions can affect our relations with people. They can affect how we are perceived by people around us. So if we're not able to manage our emotions in such a way that we can create a conducive environment for people around us, then we might affect how people perceive our leadership styles. Emotions dictate how well we manage our relationship and they ultimately determine how productive, happy, satisfied, and effective we are. Emotional intelligence skills like resilience, self-confidence, self-motivation, and empathy are really critical in both our work and life successes. The help guide says that emotional intelligence, which is also known as emotional caution, is the ability to understand Use and manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. There are four attributes of emotional intelligence. These are self-management, self-awareness, social awareness, and relationship management. So in these cases, you should realize that you must be able to control your feelings and behaviors. You need to manage your emotions in healthy ways. You need to follow through your commitments and be able to adapt to changing circumstances. You also need to know your strengths and weaknesses and have self-confidence. This comes on that attribute of self-awareness. As for social awareness, you must have empathy. You must pay attention to other people's emotions, their needs, their concerns, and to be able to be comfortable in whatever social setting you're in and recognize that there are power dynamics in a group or in an organization. When it comes to relationship management, you need to know how to develop and to maintain good relationships. Communicate clearly and inspire others to work well in your team or in whatever group you're in as a leader. There are also cases where people talk about intellectual ability or the intelligence quotient IQ. That itself is not enough for you to be successful in life. You need to be able to balance the two. You may have IQ, but you also need EQ to help you manage the stress and emotions you'll face as you go through certain processes in life. You may go through failure, you may have certain successes, but you need to manage your emotions in a way that is conducive and effective to build your character as a leader. So as a leader, be comfortable with your emotions. Once you undergo that self-reflection and you have that deep thinking of who you want to be known as, as as a leader, you'll be able to know how you react in certain situations. Trust me, this is not easy. It takes a lot of time and you really need to be committed. If you decide to work on your emotional intelligence, then work on it successfully If you incorporate mindfulness in your journey towards building emotional intelligence, you'll find it easier to control your emotions. Mindfulness is the practice of purposefully focusing your attention on the present moment and accepting it without judgment. So this revolves around the issue of acceptance. You accept that you're going through a painful moment You accept that you're happy. You accept that you're angry, but you also choose to take an action that will be conducive or that will help you to create an environment that is not affecting other people negatively. Because once you start reacting in a way that is not good for your environment, then people will start questioning you as a leader. They'll question your anger management. They'll question your emotional intelligence itself. So you really need to look at that. And also consider the issue of power dynamics when in a group. You might be a leader, but there are also people who are following you, people you are influencing. You need to look at them and also accept the changes in their emotions and be that person who is empathetic and who is socially comfortable in whatever situation. Once you master emotional intelligence, you will be able to become a great leader. Remember, pay attention to everyone. You have reached the end of another episode of On The Spot with Juliana. Be sure to subscribe. Leave a review and don't forget to share this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode and discover what's on the spot. Thanks for tuning in.